We want to acknowledge that Carleton University and the other locations where we make this podcast are on traditional, unceded Algonquin territory. Welcome, 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 everyone. This is The Department Podcast. My name is Philip Primo, and this is a brand new Stories Edition episode. Thank you so much for having checked out our past Story Edition episodes. It really means a lot to us. Uh, They're a lot of fun to produce, and we really hope that you enjoy them. What are the Story Edition episodes? Well, simply, it's myself and Billy Flynn narrating stories for you. Some are classics, some are funny ones with puns, some are sci-fi, and some are rhyming ones. Two common threads can be found in the stories that we read. First, they help us relax, distract us for a moment, and generally provide us a bit of relief. Second, they're requested by you. Yes, you, the listener. So if you have a story that you'd like us to narrate, let us know. Send us an email at info at departmentpodcast.ca or connect with us on Twitter at departmentpod. Thanks so much for listening. The first story I'm going to read today is a story called Tiddler, the Storytelling Fish by Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler. And uh, this story is a request uh, by Sean, uh, and it's for his son Dan. And uh, Sean has uh, happy and fond memories uh, of himself reading this particular story to Dan uh, when he was a toddler. Uh, So I hope you both enjoy it, um, and uh, thanks for the recommendations and requests. Appreciate it. Tiddler the Storytelling Fish by Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler. Once there was a fish and his name was Tiddler, he wasn't much to look at with his plain grey scales. But Tiddler was a fish with a big imagination. He blew small bubbles, but he told tall tales. Sorry I'm late, I was riding on a seahorse. Sorry I'm late, I was flying with a ray. Sorry I'm late, I was diving with a dolphin. Tiddler told a different story every day. At nine o'clock on Monday, Miss Skate called the register. Little Johnny Dory, yes Miss Skate, Rabbitfish, yes Miss, Redfin, yes Miss, Tiddler, Tiddler, Tiddler's late. Sorry I'm late, I was swimming round a shipwreck. I swam into a treasure chest and someone closed the lid. I bashed and I trashed till a mermaid let me out again. Oh no she didn't, oh yes she did. It's only a story, said Rabbitfish and Redfin. Just a silly story, said Dragonfish and Dab. I like Tiddler's story said little Johnny Dory, and he told it to his granny, who told it to a crab. At nine o'clock on Tuesday, Miss Skate called the register. Little Johnny Dory, yes, Miss Skate, Spiderfish, yes, Miss, Sunfish, yes, Miss, Tiddler. Tiddler? Tiddler's late! Sorry I'm late, Miss, I set off really early, but on my way to school I was captured by a squid. I wriggled and I struggled till a turtle came and rescued me. Oh no, he didn't. Oh, yes, he did. 
It's only a story, said Spiderfish and Sunfish. Just a silly story, said Devilfish and Dace. I love Tiddler's story, said Little Johnny Dory. And he told it to his granny, who told it to a place, who told it to a starfish, who told it to a seal, who told it to a lobster, who told it to an eel. At nine o'clock on Wednesday, Tiddler was dawdling, dreaming up a story, his tallest story yet. Lost inside his story, he didn't see the fishing boat, he didn't hear the fishermen, he didn't spot the net. Meanwhile in the schoolroom, Miss Skate called the register. Little Johnny Dory, yes Miss Skate, leopardfish, yes miss, leaffish, yes miss, tiddler, tiddler, tiddler's late. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, still no tiddler, 12 o'clock, lunchtime, where could he be? Far away, the fishermen were hauling in their fishing net. This one's just a tiddler, we'll throw it back to sea. Tiddler was lost in the middle of the ocean, where strange lights glimmered and strange fish flew. He swam around in circles, he shivered in the seaweed, but then he heard a story, a story that he knew. Tiddler rode a seahorse, Tiddler met a mermaid, Tiddler met a turtle who saved him from a squid. Tiddler found a shipwreck, Tiddler found a treasure chest. Oh no, he didn't. Oh yes, he did. Tiddler peeped out and he saw a shoal of anchovies. Excuse me, can you tell me where you heard that tale? We heard it from a shrimp, but we don't know where she heard it. And they took him to the shrimp who said, I heard it from a whale. I heard it from a herring. I heard it from an eel. I heard it from a lobster. I heard it from a seal. I heard it from a starfish. I heard it from a place. The place said, just a minute, don't I recognize your face? I'm Tiddler, said Tiddler. I'm tracking down my story. The place replied, I heard it from my neighbor, Granny Dory. One o'clock, two o'clock, still no Tiddler. Nearly home time, where could he be? Just as the fishes were finishing their lessons, in swam Tiddler at half past three. Sorry I'm late, but I swam into a fishing net. I managed to escape and I swam away and hid. I was lost, I was scared, but a story led me home again. Oh no, it didn't. Oh yes, it did. It's just another story, said Leopardfish and Leaffish. Just a silly story, said Butterfish and Blue. It isn't just a story, said Little Johnny Dory. And he told it to a writer friend who wrote it down for you. The End our next story is a recommendation from the entire staff at Cools Carlingwood in Ottawa, Ontario. Keith, Catherine, and Morgan, the two Heathers, Sarah Ashley, Vanessa, Corin, Eva, Victoria. This is Chicka Chicka Boom Boom by Bill Martin Jr. and John Archambault. A told B and B told C, I'll meet you at the top of the coconut tree. Wee, said D to E, F, G. I'll beat you to the top of the coconut tree. Chicka chicka boom boom. Will there be enough room? Here comes H up the coconut tree. And I and J and Tagalong K all on their way up the coconut tree. Chicka chicka boom boom. Will there be enough room? Look who's coming. L-M-N-O-P and Q-R-S and T-U-V. Still more W and X-Y-Z. The whole alphabet up the... Oh no... Chicka chicka, boom boom. Skit, scat, scootily doo. Flip flop flee, everyone running up to the coconut tree. 
mamas and papas and uncles and aunts, hug their little dears, then dust their pants. Help us up, cried ABC. Next from the pile up, skin knee D and stub toe E and patched up F, then comes G all out of breath. H is tangled up with I, J and K are about to cry, L is not like a tie, M is looped, N is stooped, O is twisted alley ooped, skit scat scoodle doop, flip flop flea, look who's coming is black eyed P, Q R S and lose to T, then U V W wiggle jiggle free. Last to come, X, Y, Z, and the sun goes down on the coconut tree. But... Chicka chicka boom boom. Look, there's a full moon. A is out of bed, and this is what he said. Dare double dare, you can't catch me. I'll beat you to the top of the coconut tree. Chicka chicka boom boom. Uh, the next story I'm going to read uh, is also a request, uh, this time by uh, Lily, who's uh, Dan's uh, older sister. And uh, Lily's uh, request is for uh, one of many requests, actually. I appreciate all the recommendations and requests, Lily. Uh, this one uh, is Emily Prickleback's Clever Idea uh, by Daisy Meadows. And it's a fairly lengthy book, so I'm just going to read um, the first chapter uh, to get us going uh, for today. And uh, chapter one is called Golden Mist. So, uh, Lily, I hope you like it. And um, yeah, uh, enjoy. Chapter one. Gold in the Mist. Lily Hart put the box she was carrying gently down in the grass. This is the perfect place, she said, tucking her dark bobbed hair beneath her ears. Her best friend, Jess Forrester, crouched beside her, It was an early Saturday morning and the misty air was making her blonde hair even curlier than usual. This is one of the best things about helping Paw, she said, releasing animals back into the wild when they're better. Lily nodded. She felt so lucky that her parents ran the Helping Paw Wildlife Hospital in a barn at the end of their garden. She and Jess both adored animals and helped out whenever they could. She carefully opened the box and smiled at the cute little hedgehog curled up inside. A man from Brightly Village had discovered it while he was walking his dog. The hedgehog's leg had been hurt so the man had taken it to Helping Paw. Now that its leg was better, it was time for the hedgehog to be set free. Lily imagined the little creature enjoying the smells of dewy grass and wet earth. Time to go, little one, she said. Both girls watched in delight as the hedgehog waddled out. It snuffled as it explored the fallen leaves and twigs beneath the hedge. As Jess watched, something else caught her eye. A flash of gold. Look, Lily, did you see that? She exclaimed. What? asked Lily. Jess peered through the mist. I'm sure I saw a golden fur, she said. Lily felt a shiver of excitement. Do you think it's Goldie? Goldie was a beautiful green-eyed cat and the girl's special friend. She had taken them on lots of adventures in Friendship Forest, a magical world where the most amazing thing happened. All the animals talked. Yes, there she is, cried Lily. Both girls ran to the tall clump of rushes that grew beside Brightly Stream. They stroked the golden cat while she purred happily, rubbing against their legs. I wish you could talk in our world, Goldie, said Lily. Does Friendship Forest need help again, I wonder? A horrible witch called Griselda wanted to drive the animals out of the forest, so she could have it all to herself. Friendship Forest was full of beautiful trees and flowers, with the animals' gorgeous homes dotted among them. Griselda wanted to turn it into a dark, gloomy place that only a witch would like. The girls and Goldie had managed to stop her evil plans so far, but now Griselda had new magical helpers. Dragons. 
with a swish of her tail, Goldie bounded towards the stepping stones and crossed into Brightly Meadow. Lily and Jess followed her towards the lifeless oak tree that stood in the middle of the misty meadow. They knew what was going to happen next. As Goldie reached the tree, it was suddenly bathed in sunlight. Leaves sprang from the branches and bright yellow flowers blossomed in the grass below. Butterflies and bees appeared from nowhere and beautiful birdsong echoed all around. It's so exciting when the trees comes to life, Jess squealed, as letters appeared carved into the broad trunk. Jess and Lily held hands and read them together. Friendship Forest! As they spoke, a little door with a leaf-shaped handle appeared in the trunk. Jess opened it and Goldie darted into the golden glow that shone inside. The girls followed her through the door and into the shimmering light. They felt a tingly feeling all over. Lily squeezed Jess's arm happily, knowing that the tingle meant they were shrinking, just a little bit. As the golden glow faded, the girls found themselves in a beautiful clearing surrounded by tall trees. Tiny cottages nestled among tree roots, and the warm air was filled with the scent of flowers. They were back in Friendship Forest, and in front of them, standing up, with a golden scarf around her neck, was Goldie. Hello girls, she said. At last we can talk to you, cried Lily, as both girls hugged her. It's wonderful to be back in the forest, said Jess. But is everything okay? Is Griselda causing trouble? Goldie shook her head. Everything is fine. I brought you here so I could take you to something special. Ooh, what? asked Jess excitedly. The Rushy River Race, Goldie cried. End of chapter one. Our next story is called Each Peach Pear Plum by Janet and Alan Alberg. Each peach, pear plum, I spy, Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb in the cupboard, I spy, Mother Hubbard. Mother Hubbard down the cellar, I spy, Cinderella. Cinderella on the stairs, I spy, the three bears. Three bears out hunting, I spy, Baby Bunting. Baby Bunting fast asleep, I spy, Bo Peep. Bo Peep up the hill, I spy, Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill in the ditch. I spy the Wicked Witch. Wicked Witch over the wood. I spy Robin Hood. Robin Hood in his den. I spy the bears again. Three bears still hunting. They spy Baby Bunting. Baby Bunting safe and dry. I spy Plum Pie. Plum Pie in the sun. I spy everyone. Well, that's it for this one, folks. Thank you so much for listening to our Stories Edition episodes. It really means a lot to us. And if you have a story that you'd like us to read, let us know. Send us an email to info at departmentpodcast.ca or connect with us on Twitter at departmentpod. And if we're so fortunate to have you in our contacts, send us a personal note. You know, I really do like those personal notes, the ones that go, hey, Phil, I listen to your podcast. It's great. Or, hey, Phil, your podcast, it's great. Billy likes those ones too, the ones that go, hey, Billy, I listen to your podcast. Phil's great. Hey, Billy, where did you find this Phil guy? He's really great. You get the idea. Stay safe, everyone. And hey, thanks for listening.